So raise your hand if you made your 2020 resolutions. Okay, I sort of did, but mine's kind of like a grocery list. Like I put a couple things on it and then I put it in the corner and at the end of the year, I'm like, oh, yep, I did those things. Check, check, check. I don't really hold myself crazy accountable for things because I don't like to be too tied down. But I think in a sense, as far as for 2020 this year, let's call them goals. These are a couple things that I think every entrepreneur, aspiring entrepreneur, every person should kind of pay attention to. Hey guys, I'm Alora Rochelle and you're listening to the Align with Alora podcast. This podcast is about purpose for all you thriving creatives out there because I strongly believe you don't have to constantly hustle to grow and pursue your wildest dreams. Each week, I'm going to show up on here and have conversations with you about motherhood, business, photography, and just plain real life. I want to share all the mistakes I've made because I want you to know I've been there before and I'm here if you need anything. I'm so glad that you're here today, friend. Here's today's episode. So personally, I kind of like to mix personal goals and business goals together because that makes me. So I would have to say the first goal that everyone should do if you're aspiring to be a business owner, oh my word, hire an accountant or have a CPA or get your own personal tax preparer. So I recently did this and I gave her all of my stuff and she looked at it like, what in the world? And I was like, wait, this isn't great. Like my husband, you know, he does really good organizing with Excel. And she's like, okay, so give me everything from the past three years and we're going to organize it. And also she was able to look at places in my business where I wasn't getting enough deduction and then places where I could have gotten deduction that my other tax preparers didn't do for me. Which I think is kind of cool because... Which I think is kind of cool because we don't know what we don't know. And I am not a professional tax person. Taxes, actually, if I mention this a million times, I'll mention it again. Numbers stress me out, okay? I'd rather just talk to people, write stuff, look at pretty pictures. But when it comes to numbers, my brain is like, what? So to have someone that makes sure all your numbers are together and... Everything is legal and professional, totally worth it. See if you can find someone local that is amazing and works with small businesses. I highly, highly suggest everybody do this in the beginning. The next thing I'd have to say is get a CRM. Now, if you are a small business and you only have like one client a month or, you know, it's not consistent, then maybe this isn't the best decision for you. But personally, I use a CRM and I use HoneyBook. I love it. Um, I have an episode that I'm going to dedicate just to that um, where it keeps everything organized. It automatically sends out invoices for me. It automatically sends out my emails that I send every client at a specific time. Um, It keeps everything organized for me and a CRM kind of basically helps you run your business without you. Of course, you have to do approvals. Of course, you have to do other things. But in a sense, like it really helps keep the business going. For you. 
I guess you can say it's like a personal assistant, but what I really like about HoneyBook is their app, okay? Having an app really did change the game because I am able to respond to an inquiry within seconds. I'll just say yes and then just connect my canned email that I send with all the links to everything and a customized pricing brochure and they're good to go within seconds and I love it. And my biggest competition is like if the fastest person wins. So that is super beneficial for me. Not only do I get a report at the end of the year that I can also give to my CPA and then she can take everything from there. If you want to check it out, I have a 50% off discount code that works for the year plan and it works for the monthly plan. So you have nothing to lose and it's really, really cool. Not to mention it saves you so much time and energy on doing mediocre tasks. Okay, so the next thing I would say is unfollowing accounts that don't serve you. If there is somebody that you see or an account or anybody that is like making you feel less than or you feel like you're comparing yourself or you just feel like you have to impress or do better, like that is not good. So my personal choice is I only follow accounts that make me feel good or if they're like my friends or, you know, companies that I really stand by. But if there's something that that makes me feel icky, then I unfollow. Like you don't, you have the power in your hand to control what you consume. So kind of go through like what you have on Instagram and just see like accounts that don't spark joy. This one was kind of hard for me towards the end of the year, but at the same time, it's also really good for us is to quit something. There is something that you're probably doing in your life that you don't really have to do. Um, Even in your business, like there could be tasks that you do all the time and you're like, why am I constantly doing this and I have the tools that I need to do something else or I could put my energy into creating instead of doing something so mundane. Personally, I am a huge advocate for outsourcing and we will talk more on that in other episodes, but if there is something that you don't have to do, like editing, And you're like, let's say you're a mom, okay? I feel like once you become a mom and you take on other things, you're going to have to let go of editing, but it's okay because you can train an editor to edit completely like you. It takes a couple times for them to get it right, but when they do, that's already like 30 hours that you don't spend editing. Like what? 30 hours you have back to do whatever you want. And in my case, it was meal planning teaching Ella new things, cleaning the house, doing laundry, and not having to stare at a computer. Or, you know, if I lost my blue light glasses, then I was really messed up. Okay, this is a good one. Change your friend circle. So kind of take a look at everyone that is around you that you spend countless time with because there is a saying that says you are the average of five people you spend the most time with. Even like how you were raised, like a good percent of that, the reason why your personality is what it is, is because of your upbringing, but also because of the people you've surrounded yourself with, your environment. So this year, let's make it a point to surround ourselves with true, genuine friends. Like even if it's two people, even if it's one person, one person that you can at least be yourself around, bounce ideas, get honest feedback, encourage you and not criticize you, someone that lifts you up, someone that when you leave their presence, you feel better, you feel encouraged, and you just feel positive. Like this year, why don't we surround ourselves with people that are lifting us and that are helping us? 
you owe it to yourself. Okay, this is something that I've recently started doing and it's at least setting aside one hour a day for myself. So in the midst of all the cleaning and the working and the strategizing and the cooking and setting Ella's clothes out, cleaning her room, cleaning my room, I take at least one hour out of the day where I just do something for myself or by myself. If it's reading a book or drawing a pretty picture. I don't know. I don't really have a lot of hobbies. All my hobbies are kind of like jobs now, but I usually like to plan um, roomscapes in my house actually in my spare time. So that's something that I can do. But something where you're just alone and you dedicate one hour to just whatever you want to do, even if it is work, but I highly suggest not being work. I mean, you can go thrift shopping, you can go to a coffee shop and just kind of listen to an audiobook or whatever you want to do, but I think that is when the magic really happens, when your mind is able to relax, when your mind is able to relax and it's not constantly do-do-doing all the time and you just get a second to breathe. Another thing that I really like that I've been doing is trying to read. So now that we have nightstands because we didn't have them before, Um, I like to kind of have recent books where I just kind of take a little bit of time just to read something and it's really nice and it's relaxing and it's calming in the season of the hustle and bustle and life. It's nice to just kind of like dive in another world. Now some people are into fiction. I personally am into nonfiction. I'm into poetry and stuff like that but I mean whatever you want. Just taking a minute to read. That kind of goes hand in hand with taking an hour to yourself. So you can take an hour to yourself and you can read. There you go. Productivity hack. I plan my content in advance. Now, some people are always like, how do you always know what to say? Or how do you do this? And how do you do that? Um, Really, sometimes I'll just pick a topic and do the old school brainstorm bubble and then draw lines. And then, I don't know, I just... I've always been the type of person that has seen things deeper for what they are. So it's really easy for me to like draw out something and make it sound super deep and poetic when it's like really not. It's a tree, but it's like a tree in the middle of a village and it's dark and yeah. Even after having ideas in the shower, I will put it in my notes and save it for later. I have ideas all the time for really random things. So I write them down when I have the time to and then I come back to it and fill the rest in and I mean I plan my I can plan content for weeks at a time easily just from having bursts of energy and bursts of ideas but I do believe that having creative ideas comes from me taking time and not working because when you're constantly working on something you don't really have time to think of creative outlets hire a mentor or become a mentor So I think that in order for us to succeed, we have to constantly be learning. You've never arrived. You've never been the most successful. So constantly finding ways that you can improve on things is honestly, I think, the real secret to success. And then if there's something that you learned and people are constantly asking you, like, how do you do this? How'd you do that? Maybe it's time to start mentoring other people as well. They say that in order to become a mentor, you just basically have to be just above the person that is asking you the question. And if they are asking you questions, then they really want to know your answers. So maybe it's time you start charging. Pay it forward. Um, when I first started in my business and I had more time on my hands, 
I did try to remember people in my life that have impacted me, that have invested in me, taken time to send me even something nice or just gave me their time. Sending a thank you, sending a text message, or even letting people know that you appreciate them really does go a long way. And it lets people know that you're a genuinely kind person and you're appreciative when people go out of their way for you. And I think this applies to everyone and not just business owners. My last bit of advice would be to find a new creative hobby. So if you are an entrepreneur, you've realized that your hobby has now become your side hustle, your business, your long successful dream. So finding something that kind of gives you purpose and something that gives you a break that you don't have to work 24-7 is so nice. Like because I'm always sketching new ideas for like home decor stuff and I love it. I could do it all day. Like someone could give me a project, tell me their vibe and I could come up with something in seconds. Like it's so nice. And plus watching HGTV versus always binging on business things and Shark Tank is also a nice relief as well. So trying to remember not to always work, work, work and make some goals for 2020. It doesn't have to be a resolution. doesn't have to be a major motivation. Just something that you can look forward to. Something that will give you purpose in 2020. And I don't know, you'd be surprised to see what the results are. This year has just started and already I feel like it's going to be so great. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. And I can't wait to talk to you guys again next week. Bye. Real quick before you go, if you liked today's episode, please feel free to screenshot it, share it in your stories, and tag me at allura.rochelle. And if you want bonus points and to be my best friend in the entire world, it would mean so much to me if you could leave a five-star review telling me how much you liked it. Leaving reviews helps me get found from more listeners like you, and it helps support me so I can keep making free, awesome content just for you guys. Thank you in advance. Everything that I've mentioned you can find in the show notes. And don't forget to continue the conversation over at the Facebook group called Align with the Laura Podcast, also in the show notes. I believe if we motivate and empower each other, we can always rise together. And who knows, maybe you can pick the next episode on the Facebook group. I'm so excited to talk to you guys again next week, and I will see you later. Bye.